0: Alright, good evening ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Rising Suns Podcast. As always, I'm here with my brother Luke.
1: Greetings and salutations everyone. How we doing tonight Luke? Doing great, going into Labor Day weekend. Oh yeah. Ready to work this weekend. Gotta, gotta pull the boat and the boat lift out on Monday. Because- Dang. Being what we are, Raymond's are busy people. Don't don't have any other weekends open until the tough. end of September.
0: Man, but... too bad I'm down here in Virginia. <laughs> yeah,
1: too bad but you're far can't, away.
0: Can't assist with any of that craziness.
1: You always manage to not have to do the hard work.
0: Okay, I've definitely <laughs> put that thing in a couple times. I don't know if I've taken it out.
1: No, taking it out's the harder part. But
0: fortunately, yeah. the, well, putting the it in's not any fun either. Okay. I never say you, said you, know, it you say easy. You, you say it's the not, hard part. It, it's the harder part. It it's the harder part.
1: But there's nothing that, easy
0: about that. Dad right.
1: is giving you shit acting like that's the hardest thing. It's not.
0: Well, I don't care. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Honestly. Well, okay, let's drag it in and out every year because uh, Well, the we got... good
1: news is we can put big fat wheels on it. We only have to do one float now. There you go.
0: See, the wheel. The wheel. Those cavemen were onto something when Ancient they came invention. up with that.
1: They you want God. to talk about inventions, you can do out in the wild. We're going to talk a little bit about Boy Scouts today. And oh, yeah. <laughs> we have a lot to talk about on that. We'll have multiple episodes about our time in the boy scouts but our
0: boy scout escapades <laughs> yeah
1: escapades adventures uh a lot of um shenanigans
0: but a lot of setting up tents in the rain <laughs> dude setting packing up tents, tents in up in the rain. <laughs> the rain packing
1: tents up in the rain is the worst because you have
0: to set them up when you got back i know Pain the it's, ass. Like, and then and then my my stupid idiot self is like man this sucks I'm going to join the army and do this professionally. <laughs> you know what? They'll pay <laughs> me to do this. Yeah. They'll Instead pay of, me to set up and take down tents in the rain.
1: You know where you don't have to take down tents and set them up?
0: Where, Where's Luke?
1: Summer Camp. Because they got hard cover for you to live in. Oh, There's yeah, There's no dude. tents there. There's hard cover shelters is... and
0: pine boxes. Hard cover is quite the luxury. I know. <laughs> Honestly. It... Game changer, really.
1: If you've ever done a lot of types of camping, it's great when you can get Mm -hmm. to a campsite and your your camp's already set. You just have to put your stuff in the building.
0: Oh, exactly. And then throw some fire in the water. Or throw some wood in the fireplace.
1: (laughs) I don't know what what I was going for. Boy Scout, man.
0: (laughs) I don't know what I was going for before. Fire in the water.
1: I don't know, maybe Throw the
0: burning water. log in the pool and there you're done. You're you're set up.
1: Well we'll we'll talk about I don't know if they had a burning log, but we'll talk about the pool stuff with uh, oh, yeah, That's summer coming. water carnival later on. But um yeah, for today's episode, uh with the troop me and Wyatt went to, we were fortunate enough to have not only our main summer camp be pretty cool, the one we went to every year, but mm-hmm. we also had an alternate camp we go to Every other year, that'd be out of state, somewhere along the East Coast. Usually, it was up further north, uh, either in the Appalachian Mountains or I uh, up far north as New York is one of the camps we'll talk about today. Um, anything in regards to like weekend trips, uh, we've we've done a ton of those too with the troop. We we're we we're oh, yeah. active in the sense that at least once a month we are going somewhere, either for a camping trip or place, mm-hmm. like. Uh, Gettysburg was a was a at least an annual thing. Valley Forge. Oh my goodness, Valley Forge. Um, Big cool trips like down to the USS Yorktown in the Carolinas. Um, We'll reserve that for another episode because those are all small adventures on their own that have quite a lot of stuff that happened.
0: Oh, for sure.
1: So for our standard summer camp, this is uh, Camp Horseshoe. They're actually built on top of the Mason Dixon line, so half. Of the camp is in Maryland, and then the other half is in Pennsylvania. So, and fun
0: fact: the entrance to camp is probably about what do you think, Luke? A uh, four-minute drive. Yeah, down
1: the road yeah, four, from our four house. Four-minute four minute drive, about a fifteen twenty-minute walk. Yeah,
0: so that was always pretty cool too.
1: A mile and a half away from our house because I I would run <laughs> that distance for for track. Oh yeah, uh, same need, here. Need a way to uh, measure the mileage. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because Aaron back's a good three mile loop. Yeah, much much better than
1: the two and a half mile to ridge road. Much safer.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure.
1: But um, yeah, with, with with horseshoe, whatever you have in your mind for kind of like a boy scout camp out in the middle of the woods, it was that. It was a it was a fairly large camp.
0: It really was, um, especially when you it, lived it was... <laughs> yeah. in the campsite we lived in most yeah, of the so... time
1: the how many did you say there's like you think there's like eight total campsites. yeah i'd say so um and they're generally close to each other so you, if you look on the map especially when you you get to the camp uh, and follow the road the road that services the whole camp goes past every campsite and they're generally grouped close to each other except for us we were taylor camp taylor and we were next mm-hmm. to taylor beach and that was on the very edge of horseshoe.
0: Yeah. Like, like we'd wake up every morning to the sound of the of the quarry equipment. No, yeah. Because so there's that, like a that's... quarry like right across the the way, I guess. Yeah, right across river? the creek. creek. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and the, the camp got its name from the Octorero Creek that mm-hmm. forms around it in the form of a horseshoe. So, not
0: a not a horseshoe as if you're playing horseshoes, by the way. It's actually like a horse's foot. Or like a hoof. Kind of. If you look at it. I always thought that. Unless I guess
1: I see that too. I, I, I see a horseshoe sort of.
0: Well yeah, I mean it's like a like a half drawn circle. It's not like a horseshoe. I don't know. I always looked at it and I was like thought it looked like a dang like a huff, you know what I'm saying, yeah, I'm not i I don't know it is what it is. well i'm gonna i'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna look it up on a map and uh we'll we'll confirm that, but yeah,
0: we'll pull that up
1: <laughs> yeah on this audio show, yeah, I'll confirm it with each other,
0: but um, I'll now repeat a uh series of uh ones and zeros that will uh, uh simulate the picture being uh displayed on your computer, so
1: oh yeah, okay, I see what you're talking about. See, the horseshoe's still there in the pattern, but yeah, it's mostly like a horse's hoof overall. Yeah. But, okay, I see I see what you're talking about. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so <laughs> far away from everything, right? So you had oh, to yeah. budget your time a lot better in Troop 143 because everyone else maybe, oh yeah, you only needed 10 minutes to get to your next merit badge. Nah, yeah, dog. we needed 20 in 20 minutes, at least. Especially if
0: you're at, like, or, like, you had to go to the COPE course. Oh, COPE that's course. It's, like, a 30-minute, 40-minute walk. So, what What is what does COPE stand for, Wyatt? Challenging Outdoor Personal Experience.
1: All right. So, yes. that's just a fancy program for when you're an older scout. You can do the what's called the high ropes courses. So, mm-hmm. every camp usually tries to have a COPE course because that's usually, like, the coup de grace kind of fanciest funnest thing that you want to go as an older scout mm-hmm. um, and ours was actually outside a camp uh you would come across that first driving in before you actually get to the technical um main entrance of, of the campsite mm-hmm. not the campsite but the uh of the camp itself so yeah that was a 30 minute walk if you're coming right from taylor
0: i know it was nuts nice.
1: But um I, I did love our campsite because we had four bunk houses. Each bunkhouse you had eight bunks. Um they, they we call them coffins, <laughs> but they're actually like pine boxes. Yeah. And they're actually pretty comfortable compared to like a lot of ways that you can camp outside. Mm-hmm. Um, they're certainly sturdy and you know, even when we had like crazy storms and rain where we had to do hardcover, I never felt concerned about those.
0: I know, like having those Structures against the... Because uh, there was a lot of campsites that were just tents.
1: Yep. Uh, they're like sense. those tents big canvas those tents. But yeah, Lenai and Ape was all Le- tents. We lean did that twos, alternate
0: year once. lean tours weren't, weren't bad. They
1: weren't bad. They're, they're definitely better than tents. Yeah. It's just the way they that were sucks. designed, if, if the uh, wind was really bad, things would really blow in. Oh, uh, yeah. So. That's... But I think I only I slept in those like once or twice because of like winter camping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, the adults would get them. So yeah, if the kids got bunk houses, what do the adults get? Well, they got basically a cabin. They had full. Uh, yeah, but whole, honestly, windows.
0: most of the adults I think would honestly just bring their own tent because that cabin was honestly kind of very like, stuffy. Yeah, it's <laughs> like nobody wants to be sleeping in a wooden enclosed building with like no. Like HVAC at all <laughs> in yeah, the middle? No, of the no summer. way
1: to move that air in the middle of July. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's kind of funny because I think the only one that would really always sleep in there is Mr. Cook with that guy's made of. Yeah, iron, that got. So. Yeah,
0: he, exactly. <laughs> that's that's really the best way of summarizing. Can I
1: give you guys an idea that that was one of our um, main scoutmasters on and off, but he was always involved in our troop. Uh, he, he worked on the railroad. He was one of the mm-hmm. main guys for Amtrak, like laying down the railroad ties and spiking them and then eventually being the uh, manager for that. But <laughs> just imagine how this big burly guy. <laughs> Don't give a shit. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: Go hiking. Be a, rock be a rocket. Do the, be a rocket. Don't uh, be a pissant. the blue trail with him?
0: No, I never did. Oh but I God. heard um, you guys basically made your own trail half the yeah. time.
1: So... There was different things you can do at Horseshoe, and you could get these little segments that form around the main camp patch that would go on your uniform. So in addition to your normal year segment to show yeah, I was I was there in 2007, you can do extra things at camp during additional segments. And one of them like- are the standard uh, hiking trails that you can do around camp. So most years we would do the yellow and red trails, which was mm-hmm. the yellow and red ribbon. Um, or like the nature was, trail. Yeah. Nature trail was a green ribbon and sometimes they change it up. I, I liked it when they were like the little boots or whatnot. Yeah. And um, I think
0: it was whatever they had in the little thing at the time.
1: <laughs> it actually changed a couple of times. Cause I went there as an adult. I asked them how they changed the, uh, why they did certain things for the patch designs and, Part oh yeah, it was inventory, but others uh, later on, they are like, yeah, we wanted to more standardize our trail patches. Mm-hmm. So to match the other ones, they they just did a different color of the ribbon that you got. That's cool. The nature Trail was fun because that actually ended up next to Taylor at the end of it. So we yeah. ended up at camp starting from the Nature Lodge. Um, I don't remember where the Yellow Trail starts and ends. I just know it wasn't that hard. There wasn't much elevation change. The yeah, it, and
0: it led right into the Red Trail.
1: And that, that was actually a challenging trail. It was because half of it was on like this little cliffside overhanging the Creek. And then and there's was like briars. a briars. Temp- oh, dude, the briars, the
0: briars, the green. So briar. since
1: you mentioned the quarry, right? Why, why was yeah. there a quarry outside? the? Creek?
0: Oh, cause of serpentine. Yeah. Like massive a serpentine, serpentine deposit. Plain,
1: one of the largest ones on the East coast. And yeah. because of that serpentine rock, uh, that mineral content allows the stuff called greenbrier to grow very healthy and very thick. It's terrible. The- it's terrible. It's but terrible. Edible. You can eat it.
0: <laughs>
1: it's safe <laughs> enough to
0: eat. That's crazy.
1: It tastes like a worse version of spinach.
0: Yeah, and it's probably going to clip all those freaking perkers off.
1: Uh, not in the leaves, though. It's not like the... Um... That's like mile minute. You're thinking of the triangle ones. Those are prickly all the way up to the leaf. But those leaves. Oh, so you're talking minutes. about
0: the leaves of the briar.
1: Yeah. No, you don't. You don't. You don't eat the stems from the green. Briar, oh, just yeah.
0: Leaves. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, <laughs> man, I do not want to eat that. <laughs>
1: you no, know, the uh, Japanese kudzu or mile minute, the the triangle shaped ones. Mm-hmm. Of course, that stuff was invasive, so that's why that grew everywhere. Um, <sighs> that actually ch- tasted like lemon, but you did have to be careful harvesting the leaves because. The spikes would grow from the stem into the middle of the leaf a little bit. So it mm-hmm. had to like kind of like fold the leaf up. I learned all this weird stuff doing the nature lodge things on and off. Um, I know they like to, I think they taught a lot of that stuff on the nature hikes. I did that a lot, if you can't tell. Mm-hmm. So going back to the hikes, right? There is this mystical trail called the Blue Trail,
0: yes, which is and...
1: rarely maintained uh partially just because of the difficulty and the length of the trail a lot of people didn't really end up doing it so it was on the low for the priority priority list for the camp staff to kind of maintain uh, especially since there's a lot going on with a camp and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get into that later white knows a little bit on how the whole camp works oh yeah uh, working in one of the most important parts but <laughs> um Yeah, resources are limited, so they they try to focus on things that, you know, people are actually using, fixing stuff that breaks on camp, you know, fixing the roads and whatnot. So, half the blue trail is usually overgrown, and I think between uh, Jimmy Jordan, uh, which was one of the older uh, Scoutmasters and Mm -hmm. adults that was, like, good buddy buddies with, like, a lot of the camp folks since he's been there for so long. Um, Yeah. He generally would get patches for us if, if we actually did it, but we just had to say we did it instead of having to be led by a camp mm-hmm. staff. So as a result of that, sometimes the adults would do it. And, um, I think I only did it when I came back as an adult after I was like 18 or 19. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I ended up hiking that, but yeah, to Wyatt's point, it's like, you're making the trail. Essentially you had to be with someone that actually knew what the trail was to look for. Cause even like half the markers were, hard to even see or find with the uh blazes
0: so. yeah it was a very elusive trail <laughs> it was like you know so
1: sometimes it was like a legend if you didn't have someone with you it's like i don't think it's real
0: yeah
1: it was the badge you got to brag about as an adult uh-huh. you'd have to prove that you got it um very funny i will say i it's crazy how going from a camp for so long, seeing how much it grew in the time we were there, especially like mm-hmm. around the mess hall, right?
0: Oh um, my gosh! That yeah. Mess
1: hall, I think it doubled in size. By, well, by yeah,
0: because the they extensions um, they, they ended up building on. it. They finished that porch. There was like a porch on the side that they like ended up like uh, enclosing in and everything.
1: Oh, is that how that started? Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that
1: was nice
0: because it was you, you were
1: packed like sardines. I mean, some weeks,
0: some weeks, you still are packed like sardines. Believe me, it's crazy.
1: And it's impressive how many people they're able to fit into that mess hall and get back out. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not just that, oh, that is where you learn to be a server under stress.
0: Yeah.
1: The waiters is a waiter, man.
0: Yeah. Oh, don't go in the outdoor. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. That was one of my f- favorite parts of, um, working there. So, yeah, yeah. so, so Luke mentioned, you know, I worked there. I did work there as a summer in the kitchen. That was, a. Uh, the spot where they kind of threw people who applied, like, last minute, you know, or hadn't really worked there as, like, a CIT, which is, like, Didn't a really younger know them, So, they couldn't trust kid, them so they're just else. like, oh, well, you know, they always need people. And, you know, I kind of needed, like, a summer job last minute after my freshman year of college. And, well, they always need people in the kitchen. So, yeah, that's what I did. And, i uh, yeah, I it, it was funny because, you know, you spend, you know, you're basically – a large part of your life, you know, going to camp there. And then, um, you kind of get to see behind, behind the veil. But I'll go into more of that a little bit, but I just wanted to mention, it was always funny when the little kids be trying to come in through the freaking outdoor and everyone in the kitchen, it would almost be like, we'd be like waiting for it, but we'd just be like, (laughs) get out of the way, get out of the wrong door. Like, and they and 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 like the look on their face is always just priceless. Because and and it's even better because it's like you know everyone's been that kid at one point. I'm pretty sure you know I've oh, yeah. done that. You know, but yeah, but being on the other side, them. being on the other important. side. It's very
1: important when you have like 15 waiters coming in. To oh my gosh! To yes, it's, it's it's
0: crazy. It's and essential
1: like, that people follow that in and, and out
0: system. What's crazy is you're usually pulling food out as they're, like, about to come in, so it's, like, the whole thing's freaking chaotic, just (laughs) getting the food ready, and so, yeah, but, uh, no, like, being a waiter at Horseshoe, I think it was a lot more involved than some of the other camps we went to, like, so, definitely... In in general,
1: I I think the camp was just more involved with a lot of
0: things you are supposed to do. It really put a lot... It It really put a lot of, like, you know, grown-up stuff on kids, you know, it was, like, really, like about the kids just doing their own thing and, you know, kind of being like self-sufficient in a way, you know, and the adults. And were. I, and there. I
1: think it really set a cool benchmark for, you know, yeah, to your point, the independence and like mm-hmm. self-sufficiency, you know, the adults are there to make sure you don't do anything stupid,
0: but yeah, make sure you're not like, like, like poking each other's eyes out with sticks and stuff, you know, <laughs>
1: or walking to the bathhouse in your flip-flops and your flip flops
0: and slicing your foot open and bleeding so, all over the bathhouse.
1: Oh, that's just a quick comment about the bathhouse. So <laughs> if you folks recall Taylor, Camp Taylor, is on the farthest end of the camp. The bathhouse was like a twenty minute walk from our campsite. And what sucked was is even at nine o'clock, it'd be like ninety degrees out on a hot oh my July gosh, summer yes. night. So it's like by the time you walk up, shower, and then walk back, your you're already You're sweaty smoking. again. Yeah. So what we did is we made a changing room addition to our latrine. And then we'd bring a hose and nozzle every year. we take that with us to make that our own personal shower. So no one had to walk all the way up to the shower and then get gross before
0: going but to bed. there was one big catch. It was It was cold, cold water.
1: Water from the ground.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> so... You 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 learn really quick how to take, like, five minute showers.
0: It definitely cooled you down afterwards, though.
1: Oh, yeah. Sometimes you needed it.
0: Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, it was one like... of those deals where you get under the water for, like, ten seconds, <laughs> scrub up a bunch as you get out of the water, and then you literally just rinse off just enough so you're not freaking freezing your freaking butt off.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Woo! I think the craziest thing, too, was... was... He basically did that out in the middle of the woods because nah. it's just open air so you get just see and hear all the woods the i noises know and the bugs and stuff probably probably deer watching it too, <laughs> you too i know about it i know it's um, crazy and i i think it was a cool camp to go to every year because uh, mm-hmm. another thing they did that we realized other camps didn't do, or at least it may have been a tradition, but they stopped doing it, was the uh, marching we do. We do parade <laughs> before yeah. we went to dinner.
0: Yep, that was a big deal, uh, retreat. And
1: that's, and that's where we did all our big ceremonies, too, like the Order of the Arrow selections at the end of camp. Um, Don't lock just, your knees. Do not lock I was your like, knees.
0: well, the first things you got to tell people. You learned
1: how to stand in the same spot for 20 minutes and not pass out.
0: I know. It's crazy. Doing
1: roll call for the whole camp, dude. I felt bad for some troops. I know some troops are very unlucky. I think you were telling me you're the mammal. There'd be like troops where like eighty percent of them were gone. So there's only oh my like gosh, three yeah. kids that, that showed up. That was crazy. Because they're either all in the health lodge. So, or yeah. So
0: that was basically this one year where there was this. It was basically a cruise line virus. And it yeah, norovirus, the one it that just, makes
1: it really puke and it's very contagious.
0: It just hit camp and. There was just nothing we could do, you know. It's like you can't, you know. I I'm gonna go out on a limb and say I I think there's very few summer camps, Boy Scouts or not, who are prepared to deal with something like that, in with how quick it it uh hit the camp, dude. I like,
1: think it was our mini COVID, man.
0: Yeah, for real, because they <laughs> ended up having to shut shut uh camp down for the whole summer. They did, cause like, I was I was set up next for the. Week.
1: Uh, reserve reserve camp or whatnot in the last Mm -hmm. week and um, I think you guys are in week five and that was like week Mm -hmm. seven so they said we can't can't yeah because like at the end of week
0: five at the end of week five they sent everyone home and then they like brought the next week in and I think like after two days they just said "Ah, it's done it's over and they just they shut her down
1: and you're so close man Dad told uh, me you made it to the last day. I know. It was week. like
0: Sunday, Sunday morning, which, you <laughs> know, also another unique thing about Horseshoe, which is crazy on the staff side, but most camps, it's like Saturday to Sunday or Sunday to Saturday, you know, yeah. well, Horseshoe, you know, they got to be different. And they're like, they All do Sunday to Sunday, Sunday to Sunday. And it's crazy on the staff part, especially especially working in the kitchen sunday is a tough day that is a rough day cuz um sunday breakfast is easy cuz it's uh it's usually, bagels, they, they, the bagels easy and like make. i'm pretty sure that that was just for our sake as the kitchen because after breakfast then uh the last meal was always it was like a thanksgiving meal so yeah. like turkey potatoes and stuffing and then and then the first night dinner was always a nice dinner it was always some kind of baked pasta the um the year i worked there so going there it was usually like some kind of baked ziti but the year i actually worked there it was uh we did we did lasagnas every dang dude every sunday night for dinner so which basically we did it the easy way because they actually make these noodles that are uh it's like an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper, but it's a it's like a frozen noodle, yeah, so it's just one big piece instead of having to like lay out a bunch of the strips and
1: yeah it's a nice it's so, a nice sheet pasta yeah. instead of the there's a lot of
0: crazy crazy foods that are made for like mass consumption that you wouldn't really know about unless you like you know did some kind of you
1: know, cooking, kitchen duty or Aramark quote unquote
0: or quote unquote professionally <laughs> yeah but um I digress.
1: Yeah. And then uh I know Oh man, I just you know, I, I ended up liking a lot of the food there too. No, it, was, it it was pretty fine. good. It's like... it was I know there was good. like some menu I was just like, why this? But overall I ended up enjoying most of the meals. Yeah. I don't and... know if that was because I was just really hungry or if the food was actually good. Maybe it was a combination of the two.
0: It was definitely based on whoever was working in the kitchen. It was like cuz the food was basically based on whatever menu the uh the like the head kitchen manager would okay. make and um slash like you know he'd get some input from some of the other guys who've been cooking for a while but the crew was always changing cuz the crew that I was on it was not the same crew that you know probably 3 4 years prior so well, of course yeah cuz a lot it's, of them are crazy. are
1: younger guys with like one or two senior adults mm-hmm. usually helping to run it cuz a but, lot of the most senior staff is usually running camp as instructors all over the place not not in the kitchen
0: mm-hmm. so but i we had this one guy and he always made this he made this chili every wednesday night or tuesday or whatever oh my gosh that was a good chili like that wasn't there when we were gone but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We always made like, good food. What was it like to be there for the whole summer? Well, it was uh, it w- it was definitely different, and uh, I'm gonna. So if you're if you're uh, I'm gonna pull back some of the uh, the curtain for for everybody. So if you don't want to spoil the magic of summer camp, you better um, get off now. But. One of the funniest parts was uh, everybody, or not everybody, a large percentage of the staff who was over the 18 were definitely chain smoking. And like, <laughs> you go back to Staff City and, you know, people be hanging out smoking cigs. That was like, I was like what you did. There really wasn't a whole lot else to do. Except well, it's hang crazy
1: out because they didn't just... smoke in front of any kids. Like, no, that's, uh, that really is like jaw dropping. It's just... big.
0: Big no no, obviously. You know, cause I, I, it's a boy I'm scout. You don't want to be like putting on that crap in front of the kids. Apparently, but, it's yeah. so
1: stressful though. You got to be a chain smoker again. I straight. know, I know. I didn't,
0: <laughs> you know, partake in any any tobacco use. for it. Well, eh, eh, sometimes, but not not like I didn't um, develop
1: a habit. Like totally yeah, easy. exactly,
0: oh, exactly. I did not have a habit. I did not have a habit. <laughs> but. Uh, as says, that's the first thing someone with a habit says, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would quit anytime. <laughs> but um, so yeah, so that was funny. Um, another thing too that the this was a big uh horseshoe secret that I thought was awesome. Uh, they 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 wouldn't lock the kitchen at night. So and th- that was because there was a leftover fridge so this this <laughs> leftover fridge was basically there for the staff to come in whenever whenever they felt like getting a midnight snack midnight and fridge. just you just raid raid the leftover fridge and then well, that, um, that's
1: a good way to really make sure you're not throwing away food
0: which was funny because so we mentioned that you know we lived like five five minutes from the freaking camp, so yeah, I was so one there, of the few... there was a,
1: there was a thing called Staff City, so you'd always see the sign for it as a scout, right. Oh, and yeah. And it's like this Greenbrier path and then you can see some of the tents in
0: there. But mm-hmm. you know,
1: you're never, ever allowed in there because it's only no. really staff residents.
0: So exactly. Oh, no, no. I was talking about how like me and you, like our house we grew up in was like five minutes from the camp. Oh, yeah. The actual so like house home, most of yeah. the staff. So <laughs> yeah, it's know, all based like on this 30
1: minutes to an hour somewhere. Exactly.
0: Because uh, we're, we're Chester County, right? Chester County Council was yep, that our yeah, thing? The, so yeah, the PA. that's like a huge portion of like southern PA, like southern yeah. southeastern PA, and like really we only were like the bottom tip of the whole district as it kind of just dipped into Maryland, which that's where ha- that's where the camp happened to be. So a lot of these staff guys, you know, they they're kind of stuck there during the night, you know, just hanging out doing whatever and. Cause it's like an hour drive home where it's like, you know, me, you know, I was probably leaving camp like almost every, every night to go out and do,
1: I can go do my own bed. I can go hang out with guys and friends.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, I was stuck here. <laughs> doing what, what, uh, 18 year olds do during the summer in a uh, rising sun, whatever, you know, that entails. And it was always great to come back and know I could hit up that fridge and get a good snack, and uh, our buddy Ian Fisher was actually my uh, bunkmate that year, too. He, he worked at the COPE course, so usually if one of us was in the tent and the other guy was out, we'd text each other and be like, hey, man, grab me some Rice Krispies or grab me some this and that <laughs> on your way back, so that was always pretty funny, but. Yeah, working working at the camp. It, oh, it was also funny seeing you know the guys over 21 come back because you know they'd all carpool to like the freaking bar, bar down the road and go do that.
1: Or so. the gold mule was there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Th- yeah. They went to I think Susquehanna. Susquehanna Inn is where That's they where down where they go. One. Yeah, it was across the street from that apparently that real tough bar, uh, Sweeney's Pub. <laughs>
1: Oh okay. Oh, oh like, yeah, that's far. They go to almost the dam then.
0: Well, yeah, because I think at the time that was like the closest pub, except for um, like you said, that other one that kind of came up recently, the Golden well, Mule. Well, so
1: that's the Golden Mule. They also have Bottom of the Hill, which was in. Uh, oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was like a biker bar. Yeah. So. Well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call Bottom the Hill a biker bar, but um. Well, it was. If
1: it's not anymore, that's why mom and dad didn't ever like going there.
0: Yeah. But um. I mean, it was a, it was probably easier for them to go down and run because it was just a straight shot down yeah. one and then back onto the, on the horseshoe road. Yeah,
1: especially that time of night, it was basically no as crap. opposed
0: to you know driving through freaking trying to drive in a rising sun and <laughs> deal with all that crap. The last I mean. thing I
1: want to say about uh, summer camp at Horseshoe was the big summer festivals we had every year. So. Based on your week and how they would start the schedules, they would actually alternate it week to week. So depending on whether you were like on the even or odd weeks, you'd have either the water carnival, which was all done down at the pool, or you'd have the Paul Bunyan Field Day. And which the funny was... thing is, as a little kid, we were like, Yeah, water carnival, water carnival's the best. Yeah, I ended you always up that because you just sat out in the sun while the one guy from your troop participating in the activity or maybe two activities if if it doesn't need the whole pool depending on what it was <laughs> is in the pool you're just sitting there sweltering being like i don't want to be here and anymore. you're like
0: man i wish i was in that pool right I now
1: want to, I, wish I was swimming right now
0: which probably, they they do let everyone get in the pool at the end
1: they do for for 10 seconds you get to for, jump in and probably like, get for out. like Probably for safety
0: reasons, just to cool everyone off.
1: (laughs) Literally, well, it's also the whole entire camp in the pool. Yeah. A lot of kids. Oh, that's pretty funny. But the Paul Bunyan field day, I ended up liking more because we were out under all the trees. Yeah. And, you know, you you (laughs) were
0: clothed. You know, you weren't (laughs) sitting in your swimsuit, you know, chafing Chafing. like crazy. Yeah,
1: because the carnival would be like, what, two, three hours?
0: Yeah, I feel like the carnival would drag on, and
1: that was like the big
0: Saturday. The activity. field day would usually kind of because
1: that's when all the parents. So this is when all the parents would come to like kind of visit and see see everyone before actually leaving. Mm-hmm. So that was the big event for all the parents to kind of hang out with their kids. Um, was during these summer festivals. Uh, I don't really remember too much from Water Carnival other than like melting and like. The funniest thing was always that greased.
0: watermelon. I was just about to say the greased watermelon. That was like the the freaking pinnacle event.
1: It was
0: because it was pretty crazy.
1: And it, it it and it was always like if you're making if you're making bets you're gonna lose money because yeah. always someone want, would win that you had no, no expectations. I of. know,
0: like you know, it could be like these two guys are fighting over it for the whole. So basically, uh, rundown is you got. One person from each troop, usually it's, I think it was the senior patrol leader leader usually, so usually, you know, one of the older, usually a group of older kids, and they get thrown in the deep end of the pool, so you're treading water, like Like you're playing water polo, and um, they throw in this watermelon that's just covered in grease, and basically first one who can get the watermelon out wins. Yeah. So it sounds simple, but in practice, they put a lot of freaking grease on this thing and grease and water. You know, you can imagine and you're treading. It's just it's it's pretty nuts. Well, so. And then
1: eight people. You have eight people <laughs> yeah. fighting like, this watermelon. Exactly. And some years yeah. it's like, yeah, you think the two burly brawny guys is like,
0: well, they're one of them. Definitely going to get it. A no, uh, little brawny,
1: well, little like five foot five kid. Is yeah, because like two people can
0: exactly. be fighting for it. And then, like, they're wrestling over it, and then at the last second it pops out of their hands, and then one guy can just get a hand on it and knock it out of the pool, and that's it. That's all she wrote. So, uh, that was definitely probably one of the more entertaining ones to at least uh, spectate.
1: Another one I'll say was always really cool. This is for one of the uh, uh, adults from uh, any of the troop leaders. Um, They would do the hold their breath And see how far he can go. Mr. Mm -hmm. Mr. Cook usually uh, did pretty good, if not winning that a lot, because he would go, I think, two lengths of the pool. And this was like almost, I think it was an Olympic sized length pool, too. Oh, wow. So it was pretty crazy to watch that all in one breath, man. And then I know
0: that was a tough one.
1: All Bunyan Field Day. I, What's funny is I don't really remember it too much. It wasn't really, I guess besides the tug of war event, that's like the big event at the very end because water carnival mm-hmm. had the, a new tug of war you do in the pool. Mm-hmm. And then you just had your old fashioned tug of war for the end of Paul Bunyan field day. Our, um, our either second to last or last year together as, as scouts before I aged out, you know, they had a centennial celebrate celebration. So they had all of those extra merit badges they brought back and then to go along with those merit badges they had events to go with it that were new for that year
0: oh wow night so signaling um you had some i'm surprised i'm surprised you're not bringing up the um pancake eating contest well
1: it's 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 the same year it's all the same year. oh I was, here, I was senior patrol leader and I, <laughs> I we basically won i'm very salty because we won first place out of Seven competitions, five of them. We won first place because I specifically picked a guy for everyone.
0: Yeah, picked the know. guy for the job. But we
1: but we lost, you know, tug of war apparently that's worth eighty percent of the points. But anyways
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> the, bullshit. The yeah.
1: pancaking contest. This is something I still bring up all the time to
0: people. <laughs> Sorry, folks.
1: Imagine imagine a uh standard size dinner plate. I wouldn't say like your big dinner plates you get for Thanksgiving. I'd say standard one if you're eating like you know, a sandwich for lunch or whatnot, you pull out of your house.
0: We had like pancakes. a ten inch plate.
1: Yeah, ten yeah, thank you, White. Ten inch, not twelve inch. And <laughs> the pancakes you had to eat were about, I don't know, a third of an inch thick. They were pretty big. They were bigger than the plate. So they're they're <laughs> over ten inches in size. And you had three of these big old flapjacks. <laughs> you had a pitcher of syrup you had to eat with it and oh a whole gosh. stick of butter. No, <laughs> so, when i saw oh, that i had no idea that was and they told us you had to eat everything so I'm yeah like, well screw trying to take the time to spread like, the butter Spread around. the butter and like... so i just took that sucker i cut it in two pieces and just
0: ate the butter Dude, you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> that was man. An
1: animal man then i i took the it's... syrup <laughs> i took up the pancakes to pour like a quarter of it, and then put the next big flapjack on top, so it was all soaking in. And it then legendary.
0: It was a I, legendary performance, Luke. I must say.
1: one too. That was like another thing. It was like not even close. Me yeah. in first place versus the rest of the kids. You
0: destroyed that stick of butter. I
1: couldn't eat for two days. <laughs> it was so much food. I.
0: You I, you you ate those pancakes, but you destroyed that stick of butter.
1: What was awful? That was the most impressive is, part. I wasn't told I was doing it till after I ate a full breakfast. <laughs> we had a big lot. We had a big ass lumberjack breakfast with little little like silver dollar pancakes. Yeah, for folks here, sausages and um, I mean whatever the third meal item was. And we you know most of the meals were all you can eat. If you're taking one mm-hmm. more, you can go get more seconds if the kitchen still had it.
0: Yeah, usually at least seconds.
1: And um. I wasn't well aware of that because I'm like, it's Saturday. I'm like, I want to eat good today because we're going to be out doing all these activities, usually missing lunch (laughs) because lunch is usually brought by the parents. It wasn't a, that wasn't a camp provided thing for that, Mm -hmm. but, oh geez. I, I should have puked. I should have went to the bathroom and forced myself to the freaking purge. But I'm like, (laughs) no, I'm not a bitch. I can hold this. Yeah. When it came to like eat. Because we had subs, mom and dad would bring. <laughs> and, uh, I couldn't. I couldn't eat anything. I was. If it, it felt like I still had food in like my throat. Oh my gosh. Extending all the way from my stomach.
0: It was like a brick yeah. in your stomach too. Yeah, probably. It,
1: it was. And I was like, I can't. I can't eat anything. <laughs> I, I didn't eat anything for a
0: full thirty-six hours either. I just, you put your body. You put your body on the line for the troop, man.
1: I did. I did, and that was that was a cool <laughs> triumph there. It was. <laughs> but yeah, Horseshoe, Camp Horseshoe. Oh my gosh, we could just talk a whole hour about Camp Horseshoe. Oh, uh,
0: you really can.
1: Um, but I do want to hit some of the other cool alternate camps we did. And the first one I recall back in 2004 was Camp so Walk Pond. Before you
0: go into this, i yeah. um, sorry, I just want to say Camp Horseshoe, like we said, was a good camp. However, the one thing that this camp was sorely lacking was like a nice like uh water sports or boating program
1: yeah it it wasn't a camp that fortunately, wasn't our water was the creek Mm octaro creek around it so you couldn't really do much in that besides the canoeing merit badge i don't even think they did let you do the rowing merit badge out in the uh no down in the pool so the the aquatics program was sorely lacking and and we definitely made up for it with all our alternate camps.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I just wanted to lay that down before.
1: Yeah. that's That was like the, not really a secret, but something we always suggested to kids, um, especially as the older scouts, the younger scouts, on what merit badges to take. We're like, don't ever do canoeing or, or, or rowing. Wait for another camp to do that. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not going to have a good time doing that at Horseshoe. Although our camp was one of the only ones that had oceanography, ironically.
0: Yeah, that is pretty funny. <laughs>
1: but um, our first really cool camp that had awesome water merit badges was uh Wokpominy up in New York. Um I don't remember if it was in the Adirondacks or not, but it was in one of the lakes cuz there's there's a ton of lakes up in New England up there. And um this lake was certified by the EPA to be able to drink, with how clean it was, uh the way it was is coming down from I think one of the glaciers in the mountain ranges. Um Catskills, it was in the Catskills Mountains. Um, but they had small boat sailing in addition to rowing and canoeing. So a lot of us there that were able to go to Walk Pomine did the small boat sailing air badge. That's and cool. that was
0: a lot of fun. Uh, I think I was a little young when you guys went to that unfortunately camp.
1: yeah you weren't you weren't old enough to I don't, I don't even think participate in that merit badge. Cause some of them have age requirements. And I big, think
0: I was, I don't even know if I was like in the troop yet. I might've still been in uh, still been Cub like a wee or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: 2004. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Cause you weren't even 10 yet in 2004. Wow. But, um, that, but so it's funny, right? Cause we had that camp, uh, with, with the lake and that was really the, that was the coolest feature of it. Um, going to the mess hall right we were like we were spoiled because <laughs> the way they did serving was like an open buffet thing
0: that's so really we, how a lot of camps did it really the other yeah, camps ronnie, ronnie was
1: the same way on the chesapeake mm-hmm. and you didn't really need wait staff much besides just no. setting up and cleaning cleaning afterwards but um I don't think the food was as good. I actually liked Horseshoe better. Uh, I think Sinquippe had a really cool mess hall when we get to talk about that.
0: Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, well, it's crazy, is a lot of these kitchens, they just would hire like actual, not even like, they wouldn't even be like camp employees. They'd oh, that's just be good like point. contractors. It, yeah. They'd have con- like a contract.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I didn't even think about that. So, uh, which goes to show you how, again, how lucky we were the camp we had had so many people we're we're lucky
0: horseshoe was a bunch of cheap asses and paid kids like 1500 bucks for a whole summer of labor. Well, I'm just kidding.
1: I I know. (laughs) (laughs) On top of
0: that
1: that. room and
0: board, right? That room and board.
1: Uh, That's what they're providing. That's what they're providing. They had a, they had a lot of help because a lot of people in the area really did like the scouting program. So oh, there's, yeah. there's a lot of people that came to volunteer their summers there. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really care for the pay at all. They were there because they just loved participating in scouting. helping Exactly. Players, um, go through the program. Well, just the one thing I want to say in what Pommie that stuck with me was I was with Patrick McCaffrey as my buddy, because you needed buddies for all the little sunfish boats just because of usually class size. You couldn't get your own boat. We we would play pirate. So I think a total of six from our troop took it, six or eight, because I remember there's two or three other boats besides us. And mm-hmm. we play pirate where we take their keels from them. Oh. And the keel was this board that you'd put down, and that's really what helped kept your
0: boat go yep. straight. Was, it was like a rudder, kind of. yeah. Because um, we did that at Rodney too, oh a bunch so of us it took small, it.
1: You didn't even have a rudder; it was it was just the keel. Because the way you do your direction is hold, holding the sail mm-hmm. different ways to to help that.
0: Oh yeah. But,
1: I think we would we would take it from other our other scouts, and we'd sail away with it, and then they'd be stuck in the water because they couldn't go anywhere. Because I know. Kind of or you'd, un- you'd unhinge you would their sail, playing pirates,
0: dude. Yes. because I remember we did that at Rodney too. And it takes like a few
1: minutes to rig that thing back up too when that collapses on the water. Because you get all that stuff ready before you (laughs) shove it off the beach.
0: I remember this one time there was this dead fish floating by one of the boats, and someone (laughs) threw the fish at someone else's boat, and it was just (laughs) disgusting, man. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, that sailing was definitely one of the funner badges.
1: Yeah, but they get this, right? Um, I think it was towards the end of the week because we were pretty much left to sail on our own because we've already learned everything we needed for the Maripads. So it just ended up being like, yeah, just sail around, guys. Come back at the end of the hour. Mm -hmm. The wind ended up dying on us the last 10 minutes when we were supposed to go in. Oh,
0: yeah. We had to get a boat. so
1: that we weren't going anywhere and the current was pulling us out of the lake. Yeah. We sailed far away enough that we actually got caught in the current for the Jeez. river that was exiting the lake so oh me gosh. and patrick had to get out of the boat and swim we would take turns swimming towards the beach i think it oh took my gosh well over i think 20 minutes at the top of the, That's hour. Terrible. the beach the instructor's like what what are you doing here you're not supposed to be here we're we're on the lake you're like, you're on the lake how are you out there we're from the prior class. is just got stuck out there. He's like,
0: That's crazy, oh my gosh.
1: I, the guy almost had a panic attack.
0: It's yeah, like, dude, because his ass was probably was... on the line for that.
1: Yeah. And he didn't even know. He had
0: no yeah. idea.
1: He was still out there.
0: That's not a good luck for him. No, <laughs> <laughs> They didn't uh... count how many kids came back. They didn't count <laughs> heads. They didn't count boats either. <laughs> um.
1: And then the only other thing I remember is it was on a it was a big hill, so that was towards the bottom of the hill. And our camp, as troop one forty three likes to do it, we we're on the other side of the camp at the very top of the hills where our campsite was. Oh, wow. So we had a really cool view when you're up the top of the camp, but it was a hike to get up there from any mare patch on the camp cooling the mess
0: hall. So uh,
1: since we mentioned it, Camp Rodney's our closest one that we ended up being our main alternate that we would Mm -hmm. start rotating a lot too because it was nearby on the chesapeake bay yeah and um that's another good one to do your water sports merit badges Mm -hmm. and they their special one that i was able to do i couldn't do at other camps is the motorboating merit badge and i I had to get my boating license to actually take that (laughs) so i got my boating license first before i got my driver's license and it's like the most ghetto ass license card oh everywhere. yeah it's like a piece they, of paper you print you don't internet, even right? mail you one yeah you print you print it out and you cut it out and you put it in your wallet and that's it. Like, yeah <laughs>
0: that's like an army license
1: oh my gosh so those boston whalers though any any type of chop slam <laughs> slam, <laughs> that's slam. Terrible. uncomfortable things to ride in yeah i was like i wish i was in a rowboat again and if I had more time to talk about it, you guys know how much I hate rowboating. Did you
0: the, did you take uh, rowing at Sinequipi? No, I did canoeing, oh, okay.
1: rowing, and small boat sailing all at Wokpominy.
0: Dude, we did rowing. Dude, rowing was crazy because the worst part about that was having to f- capsize the rowboat capsize and, and then up, row it so. back. Now try
1: and do that as one person because the but, way the, the amount unlike, of kids we had, I didn't even have a buddy for that.
0: That's ridiculous. I know. Because a lot of people
1: didn't want to take rowing, and I found out why. It was an awful pad. Because
0: um, you can't. Unlike a canoe, where you can like use a canoe to drain a canoe. Yeah. A rowboat is just too freaking big. So you literally flip it over, and the water is just sitting in it, and you have to yeah. row back with water, yeah, and it's
1: in the water while and, you're rowing. This and far. your
0: boat is gonna tip <laughs> incredibly easily. If you like lean one way. So basically you're really just pushing back a, a revolving boat as it flips and rolls through the water. I do recall now crazy. That you about
1: that. You guys were talking about that a lot. Yes. That was a, that was a big ordeal for the guys from our show. That was fun. Mar-a-Vedge. That was funny. But um Rodney I think was the smallest camp we went to. I don't think the- I don't <laughs> know
0: if it was the smallest. I know we were allowed to have bikes, so that made getting around a lot quicker.
1: Uh, I thought Sinequipe had that too. Was it just, so that was Rodney?
0: That was Rodney.
1: I, I never used a bike. I walked around everywhere and I walked from one end to the other and it was much shorter distance. You sure you he didn't have a bike? Thing. I am sure. I, I never had a bike when I went to Rodney and I I was senior patrol leader one year. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I don't think we even knew we were allowed to have bikes because my year that I ran it, the troop, it wasn't, we didn't have that. Interesting, but I just by the number because camps,
0: I only went the one year. So,
1: yeah, I went another year. We I don't think we went the same year because OK, because I went to um, both camps that summer as senior patrol leader. I went to Horseshoe and Rodney. OK, so we didn't even have that much of a troop turnout just because a lot of kids already went to Horseshoe. Yeah, I think I think there was only like eight or nine of us. And, and for our listeners here, our troop was, was, like, very active. Like, usually we'd have 20 to maybe 28 kids.
0: So, yeah, Luke, you think that's a big troop? Some of these tro- – so, like, being at this camp the whole summer at Horseshoe, it was crazy. Because, like, yeah, I used to think our troop was pretty big. But, oh, my gosh, there's some of these troops from PA. They have, like, 40 to 50 kids, man.
1: Well, that, that's why we got, we got Taylor every year the way we did because we actually weren't that big. Yeah, there wasn't enough. There
0: wasn't enough. Well, there was to- a lot of small troops too. Yeah. So,
1: we weren't the smallest, but but Lenai and Ape was usually like the dumping ground for the giant troops just because it was tent city there. Yeah. Whereas a lot of other places, since each bunkhouse is only eight people, most sites only had up to four of the bunkhouses, or mm-hmm. maybe like. I don't know. We had like two auxiliary, 10 platforms. So you yeah, could sleep another four, uh, comfortably with those, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Rodney also. seemed really small. Cause I, I had to go up to the rifle range a lot. Oh, I did shotgun there. That's, that's why I was like, man, I, I went from the beach and the rifle range. I was trying to figure out why, but yeah, I did shotgun there. Um, cause I was old enough to take that mare badge over rifle. Cause I did rifle at horseshoe. Um, yeah, shotgun range was nice. Uh, for Rodney but um it was it was disappointing we didn't we didn't uh, any of them uh we didn't I don't remember really any type of roll call at Sinequipe or Wakpomini. Rodney had Mm -hmm. at least a roll call before dinner yeah on the parade field but uh horseshoes like the only one even by the time we aged out I think it was like one of like three in the whole country that still did the marching
0: yeah because everyone's just afraid of like you know being too Ooh, militaristic.
1: Uh, even though it was started by a British general. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, can't have, you can't have discipline in, in things. Gosh. Anyways, that's going to be my only remark on that. That pesky
0: discipline.
1: That pesky discipline. It's like it teaches kids to like, you know, you can't just do what you want all the time.
0: <laughs> what well, you uh, can't?
1: No. But, yeah, unfortunately, since I only went to Rodney one year and I had to deal with Chad Petrolis half the time as the problem child, uh, I was based on babysitting duty a lot. I don't really remember too many great things about Rodney besides the water sports. Uh, I'm sure if we had Josh Hanby or I think Tyler Bounds is there, too, for that.
0: I think I was there that same time then. And I remember you had a bike, man. Don't try We all had bikes. Don't <laughs> honestly
1: don't remember. We we had bikes. Okay. And uh, you know what? Uh, you
0: you're right. You're right. We didn't okay. did have bikes. And remember Ben had that big ass like road bike? Because like everyone else had like <laughs> yes had this, like road street bike. With, I remember like, bike. that's but why it was, was fast though. though.
1: Ben Curran, yeah. He was freaking well, it was like fast. lightning. It was fast when it was on dirt, not on the it yeah. oh, was yeah. a bunch of rocks on near the camp trail. <laughs> Once he got past that, he could outrun us. But before that, he was he was struggling. That's yeah, because he had that street bike. Uh, no, you're that's right. Awesome. I um, no, even even without the bike, the uh, it, it, it made it easy to get five minutes to one place or whatnot. But I yeah, but no, the
0: camp really wasn't that big. You're right.
1: Uh, at least compared to just these other camps, just in the mountains. Because mm-hmm. the, the only other one I want to talk about is Sinequipe. out oh, in the Appalachians in Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, and yeah that, that was a was nice another, camp. That was another cool lake one because that's where you said you're doing your row rowing merit badge, mm-hmm.
0: right? Yes, and we did canoeing, and I know we did horses too. Horse yeah, we did horseback
1: ship. riding, and then I I'm sorry, I convinced you to do
0: animal science too. That was such oh a my god, that sport. was like a freaking college, a college class. class.
1: That it was like a <laughs> college <laughs> class. Dude.
0: So like learning like, how to be a freaking industrial farmer.
1: You ha- really? Yeah, you like you're ready to like. Okay, I'm ready to run a farm now. I know what not to do and do. Uh, Don't scare your chickens. You'll give them hysteria. That could cause the whole coop to break their necks. What a stupid animal. Um, But no, for the animal science, we had to learn five diseases and how they could be handled for horses, pigs, sheep, cows, goats. Uh, I think that's all the main ones. Chickens. You say chickens? Oh chickens, yeah, chickens. Yeah, six. So it's six animals. You had to remember five diseases for each. And you also yeah. to remember the breeds for each one of them as well, what they were known for. It, it was it was like a college class. I know, like every if, day I,
0: we were taking a test.
1: It was <laughs> it was awful. I, I really I, I remember apologizing to you I'm like Wyatt, I'm sorry. I'm sorry we got us got us into this. Horseback riding was enough on its own because that had a couple tests to go with mm. Mm-hmm at least you got to
0: like i don't know ride a dang horse
1: yeah i got i got to ride the biggest one there Uh, barbie the draft horse that thing was tall man because that i think the its back stood taller than me and i was already full grown at six feet at the time so
0: that
1: was a that was a big horse Trail riding (laughs) was fun but i know that merit definitely taught me i'm like I, I never want to own a horse.
0: There's oh my gosh, there's yeah. There's so much stuff you got to do for Everyone's horses. let about
1: maintenance and time-consuming. Oh my gosh, equestrians are weird, man.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, it's what it's what you like to do is what you like to do.
1: That's definitely a lifestyle hobby.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> but um, and then Cinequafe was like an interesting camp because. There's like a lot of extra merit badges you two could do because I know a lot of us made records for like how many merit badges you can get in a week. I think I got seven.
0: Yeah, because they had like those like one class ones they do at night. Yeah, because I, like I had like a fingerprint was
1: one of them, and I can't can't recall what the other one I did that was quick and easy to do. But um, I think unfortunately, which was a rarity, I don't think none of us actually went to the cope course they had there we knew of it but I don't think anyone signed up
0: I don't think the cope courses at a lot of these other camps were on the level that horseshoes was so I'm being honest
1: I remember they had a new wall just installed there because they were showing that off and Craig Siebert talked about it because his public speaking merit badge was near Uh, the course
0: yeah it was like a yeah it was like one it was like a four surface climbing wall I think yeah, that was it. That was like, this is our program. This is our coat program, and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I guess we were
1: spoiled <laughs> because the horseshoe, uh, for our listeners, if you don't know, we had we had the big, uh, climbing wall, climbing wall. But then you had all the stuff in the trees as part mm-hmm. of the rope course, and then you had even the crazier stuff called the flying squirrel. Oh yeah, they would attach you to all these pulleys up in up in the trees, and then mm-hmm. basically your other buddies would be attached to the other side, and they just start running. Yeah, They use all that energy and momentum that propels you up into the trees. Um, I think there was a recent storm because I didn't get I didn't get a chance to do it because I think something was damaged. So they weren't able to uh, do that the time I took cope. But um, yeah, I I think you're right. Horseshoe definitely won on the cope course because of the uh, the size and just the sheer amount of things you could do with it was a lot more than other camps could say.
0: Oh, for sure. for sure.
1: Oh man, it's oh, it's already been an hour.
0: I know, it's crazy I, and we only scratch the surface. Like, it feels like
1: about you know, one maybe two weeks of a summer across like 8 years and there's just so much that happened. It was
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Definitely I I am very thankful to mom and dad that they're able to scratch the money together too. I know to cuz you know, it That's ain't cheap. Ain't cheap. <laughs> oh.
0: So. Yeah, definitely a lot of fun, a lot of not fun too. You know, definitely at the end of camp, you were like,
1: you were ready to be you, going home. Exactly, you appreciated like, your AC so much and you exactly your own bed and like you had a
0: fun time. You had a fun time, but yeah, you were ready to be done with like that stuff. For I
1: think while. it really, it really oh, wow. did help teach us to be grateful. For I think so the too. These we have because it's like nowadays I don't really ever complain along like like. If I can go home and sleep, that's that's all I need.
0: I know, just a dry, a dry place to sleep and a dry pair of I have a
1: shower I can walk to, close to my bed. Oh, peace! I have <laughs> everything I want.
0: <laughs> exactly. Well, we're definitely gonna have to revisit this and and dive into some other stuff as well. Yeah, I,
1: I, we didn't even get to weeblows oh Where? It was like boy scout camp.
0: Where? S- where <laughs> oh that was like the... uptown um, yeah oh i'll be for another time oh yeah time. oh yeah well thank you all for for listening luke like i say it's always a pleasure and uh these rising suns are now setting <laughs>